Oh, hello. I didn't see you standing there. By the way, how'd you get in my house, you piece of shit? Anyways, did I mention my name's Jaden? And did I mention that this is the GTA podcast? Hello, griefers and grinders. How the hell are you? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're going to say. You haven't heard from me in a while. I'm sorry. Okay, I have a life. I don't get paid for this. I'm recording an album. I just moved into a new place, got the new studio fixed up, whatever. You want to break my balls? That's fine. Or you want to get me on the payroll at Rockstar? By all means, be my guest. Be my guest. Put your emails to the test. Sorry, it's a Disney reference. Anyway, so today we are doing something a little bit different. We're going to talk about what the appropriate age is for a child to be allowed to play Grand Theft Auto. And let me preface all this by saying, I do not have children. I don't ever plan on having children, but this is something that I've thought about, something that I've talked about with friends that have children and also don't have children, to which I've found that they have, they have various different takes for various different reasons. And I want to hear your reasons, the listener, particularly the people that have children. I think that your opinion on this topic holds a little more value and you have a little more street cred in that regard. But, you know, you don't necessarily have to have children to have an opinion on this. So feel free to weigh in. Uh, we'll talk. We'll, I want to get your feedback. I'll give you the email address and every, all that stuff later. But first, let me tell you about Manscaped. I think I've mentioned it before. This is a grooming tool that allows you to trim your balls without nicking them. I don't know how it works. I don't know how they managed to do that. Maybe the, the shears are plastic or something. I just, I know that I like them and I know that my balls have never looked better. So if you go to manscaped.com, enter the promo code GTA, you will get 20% off and free shipping worldwide. What's better than that? That's manscaped.com, promo code GTA, 20% off, free worldwide shipping. Go now. I'll wait. Go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. I can't wait. We got a show to do. But one thing is for sure, your balls and your girlfriend or boyfriend will thank you. So like I mentioned before, what we're going to be talking about is what do y'all think the appropriate age is for a child to be allowed to play this video game? Now, this is probably considered a pretty controversial topic and a touchy topic, and that's why I'm going to try to be very careful with my words. But it's also an interesting topic, and it's, and it's something that I think needs to be discussed, not only amongst parents, but amongst the GTA community. And as I've recently found out, that GTA community does consist of some people that are that just happen to be underage. Now, I've gotten a few emails from them, but I'm not going to say any names, and they all are various different ages. They aren't allowed to play the game, but they know a lot about it. They have friends that play it. They feel left out. They feel frustrated. They don't have a voice. You know how that feels. You remember how that, that felt when you were little. And some of them, I would say most of them, the ones that, that have written in, seem mature enough to to be able to uh articulate their their thoughts and and they seem reasonable they seem like good kids so i didn't feel right responding to them and giving them advice directly for obvious reasons i try not to correspond with children that write into the show but i do i i'd feel bad if i left them hanging so i feel like it's uh it's only the right thing to do to 
at least talk about it. And when I, when I started this show, I was under the assumption that it was only going to be people above the age of 18 that hear it. I tagged it as for mature, mature audiences only. So it's out of my control that there are people that are underage hearing this. And I'm sorry There's we've used some color, colorful language in the past, probably going to use more in the future. I'm pretty sure I just got done talking about my balls, but that's for an advertisement. I can't help that. But with that comes a little bit of responsibility. And so I'm going to try to clean it up a little bit, but the game is for mature audiences. So I think it's only fair that the podcast about that game be for mature audiences as well. With that being said, any kids that do hear this and any of the kids that have written in seem like good kids. And if they're listening, which I'm sure they are, it's nobody else's place to say whether you should or should not be able to play this game, but it's worth an open dialogue. And like I said earlier, I, I want to hear from parents about whether or not they allow their children to play this game and how or why they came to that decision. But before I ask for your feedback, I think it's only fair. It would be a little bit of a cop-out if I didn't give you my opinion. So as promised, here's what I think. So as I mentioned before, I think, it's, I think it's really important that I preface this whole thing by stating that I do not have children. I don't want children, but this is just, I, I got to give my honest opinion if I'm going to be asking that from y'all. But before I do that, let me also state that I don't think video games are all that healthy to begin with. So you shouldn't spend that much time playing them. I know I'm, I'm saying that to you as a guy that hosts a video game podcast, but I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before. I'm, I'm not much of a gamer. I didn't grow up playing that many video games. I spent my childhood running around outside playing sports. I, I've spent a lot of time learning how to do different things. Video games are one of the many things that I enjoy. And I implore any children out there or even teens to really consider the fact that video games should be consumed in moderation, just sort of like anything else. It's You don't want to be the guy that's sitting in the basement for hours and hours on end playing video games, you don't get to live life like that. Video games are fun because there's something that you can do in your free time when you're, you know, when everybody goes home, when the sun goes down and all that stuff. Don't give your life to video games. Give video games to your life. There's a whole world out there that you're missing out on when you're on your lazy boy playing whatever video game, eating Cheetos, drinking soda, the first thing that you should be taking care of is your physical health and your mental health. Video games are not for that. They are a nice way to relax, but that's only if you're out there handling business. So to all the children or teens out there, video games, I agree, are fun, but they should be consumed in moderation. Now, that's the most important thing. Now, with that being said, do I think that children should be able to play Grand Theft Auto? The short answer is yes, but the long answer is I don't think that there's any specific number where you say, oh, it's, it's a, a specific age that you're like, it's okay for my child to play. It should really be a case-by-case a, a case basis. It, what I mean by that is, uh, yeah, there's obviously an age where you're too young to know the difference between right and wrong. I can't say what age that is. Well, let's just say five, six, seven, somewhere around there. I think we all agree that that is a little too young to be not only playing this game, but maybe too young to be playing 
any video games with any level of violence. But what about the later years? What if you start getting into the 11, 12s, and 13s, 14s even? I, I can't imagine somebody not letting their 14-year-old play, but I'm sure that it's out there. I'm sure there's a lot of people that aren't allowed to play until they're 18, which is crazy to me because there's so much other stuff out there that you can be exposed to. But when, when it gets to those ages, that those are the ages where you start to develop as a child mentally and you start to be curious about the world. And like I was saying earlier, it should be a case-by-case basis. Obviously, the parents are the only ones that can know this about their child. Let's say you're a, a good kid. Let's say you make good grades. You never miss school. You stay out of trouble. You listen to your parents. You do your chores. And you're responsible and mature in all the ways that really matter. A video game with some debauchery going on is really not going to affect you, I don't think. Once again, by this point, if the parents have done their job sufficiently, the child knows the difference between right and wrong. Grand Theft Auto is really just an exaggerated version of reality. Everything is turned up to 11. You know, everything's extreme. I mean, all the personalities in the game are extreme. It is meant to be that way. That's what's so fun about it. Now, I, I know that there's parents out there who's like, well, there's drug dealing in the game. There's, there's drug dealers in the game. There's, there's hookers. There's strippers. There's violence and all this. These are all things that actually do exist. And once again, if your child is, has values instilled in them the way that they should, the way that the parents should be doing, they know that these are bad people and that these are not people that you want to idolize. So let's talk about specifics. There's people out there that they don't like the character Trevor. Well, in online mode, you don't really interact with Trevor that much unless you do a mission for him. But even then, I you don't really see him. Um, there is maybe some cursing. There's a little bit of cursing here and there anyway, but I don't think that Trevor is what you should be worried about. Yes, he's white trash. White trash exists in the world. It's just a fun part of the game where they depict white trash. Then there's the hookers thing. The hooker thing, I don't even know that I've ever done that whole thing where you pick up a hooker and then you see the car moving around. Uh, my friend Jordan, uh, Jordan, y'all probably know from earlier episodes. He's probably going to come on you know, in the future as well. He made a really good point, and he said that if you... If you go to first-person mode while you're in the vehicle after you pick up a hooker, there's not actually any sexual acts taking place. So you're, you're just sitting there, and she's sitting next to you. So there's not actually anything going on, which I think is important to mention. Yes, there is a sex act implied in the third-person view, but that's just sort of humorous. Uh, that's, that's for comedic value. And it's really no different than anything that I've seen, any sort of innuendos that I've seen in movies like Shrek or Toy Story or probably from what I hear, the new Barbie movie that just came out. I, I've heard from several people that took their kids and they're like, I don't know that that was a great idea because there was some stuff in there that was kind of vulgar. Once again, don't know firsthand. That's just what I heard. And also too, it's worth mentioning, I did talk to several, I asked several people what they thought on this topic. Most of the people that I talked to, the parents that I talked to, they allowed their children to play this game at early ages, and they said that their kids are fine. Only one guy said that he, one of my friends said that he doesn't allow his child to play, but also almost in the same breath, he said, 
he has YouTube, he has Instagram, he has internet on his phone and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, you're sort of defeating the purpose. I mean, what is it about this game that is so bad that you don't think that he's going to be exposed to just being on the internet? If I had to choose between giving my child a phone with access to the internet or allow him to play this game, <laughs> it would be a no contest. There's This game is... You're going to find a lot worse stuff on the internet than you are on this game. So I think that's a really important point. I do know people, I, I didn't talk to them about this recently, but I've known people in the past that don't let their children play. I have family and friends that, that don't allow their child to play for religious reasons. And when I was talking to my friends about this, one thing occurred to me, and it's sort of ironic, and I'm not here to bash religion. I'm not a religious guy. I'm not trying to bash any religions. But I just think it's ironic that if you made a movie that accurately depicted everything in the Bible, the same kids that you're not allowing to play GTA would definitely not be allowed to watch that movie. A lot of violence, a lot of rape, a lot of torture, yada, yada. So I, I always thought that that was ironic. Now, if you don't want your child to play video games in general and you don't, get, and you don't give them access to the internet, you don't give them access to YouTube and all that stuff, I sort of get that, but at the same time, a lot of the people, I'd say most of the people that I know that lived sheltered lives like that, just completely shielded from anything explicit, anything violent or anything like that, later on in life, they end up lashing out and rebelling and overindulging in all of these activities that you were trying to prevent them from partaking in. You know, they start doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing more than they should be doing them. I think it's sort of counterproductive to just be a helicopter mom or dad and just not let your child see anything or be exposed to any sort of violence or explicit language or anything like that because what it does is it builds an energy around this thing or that. Let's just say you don't allow your child to eat cheeseburgers all growing up. They're just, you know, no, you can't have that. No, you can't handle it. What do you think is going to happen when the kid gets old enough to buy his own cheeseburgers or, you know, he gets his driver's license. He's going to be hitting up the fast food restaurant every day because there's that energy built around it. And granted, that's kind of a weird example, but the sort of the same thing sort of applies to this. If you constantly building this energy around this video game, just, oh, you do anything but play GTA. Jenny, GTA is so bad. You can't play it. You can't do it. You can't see it. Let's not even talk about it. What do you think is going to happen whenever they are finally allowed to play? They're going to be playing for hours on end and they're going, I had a similar thing. My mom, just on a side note, kind of a funny story. My mother used to only buy the least appetizing cereal known to man. She used to get like, like honey bunches of oats and regular Cheerios, not frosted Cheerios, mini wheats, not frosted mini wheats, but all this stuff that didn't have any sugar. And I'd be like, mom, can we please get like tricks or fruity pebbles or Captain Crunch or something like that. And she'd be like, no, there's too much sugar in that. When I got older, when I got old enough to buy my own groceries, I went on like kind of a crazy little cereal. I don't really eat cereal anymore, but for a while I did. I was just all the Fruity Pebbles, all the tricks, all the Cinnamon Toast Crunch that I could eat. So, so the, the whole thing sort of backfired. The funniest part about that is my mom always, you know, while she was not letting me eat certain cereals because of their sugar content, 
she would also allow me to watch whatever movies I wanted to watch and play whatever video games I wanted to play. <laughs> so it's just sort of funny that where her focus was, I, I would imagine that there's a lot of people that don't allow their kids to play GTA, but also let them eat whatever they want and cruise the internet and all up on Instagram and all that stuff, YouTube. And it's like, well, what are you really doing here? What are we talking about? So I think that a lot of that is a lot of that energy is misguided and built up and it can eventually backfire. I think because my mom allowed me to watch whatever I wanted and play whatever video games I wanted, I think in the long run, it sort of helped me because I didn't have that energy built up around it like some of my friends. Oh yeah, Mortal Kombat was a big one when I was little. I know you're probably thinking that this guy's old as hell. Uh, you're kind of right. When Mortal Kombat came out, everybody was like, oh, you, you can't play that game. It's so violent. It's so, and I had friends that couldn't play, and they were so jealous of me that I was allowed to. And I felt so bad for them that they weren't. And I was like, you're missing out. The violence is on. I mean, yeah, that, that was kind of cool. I was into violent movies when I was little. I grew up watching Commando and Rambo and Lethal Weapon and all that stuff. Loved it. Couldn't get enough of it. And I still love it. The violence wasn't why I played, though. It was just a part of it, and the absurdity of it is what made it fun. I understood that a lot of the stuff in the movies was wrong. The language was wrong. Violence was wrong. Violence is, is not cool in real life because it involves somebody getting hurt. And also, you, you don't want to walk around cursing like a sailor because it makes you look uneducated. It makes you look trashy. Now, when you get old enough, do you, are you going to choose to curse? Well, that's your decision. But just keep that in mind that all of the stuff that's happening in the games, it's fun because that sort of stuff is not acceptable in real life. If you're mature enough and responsible enough and aware enough, you know that. Luckily, I was. But had my mom shielded me from all of this stuff, maybe I wouldn't have known. Maybe I would have been like, this is what I was missing out on the whole time. This is how real life is. I don't know. But I've always wondered why GTA has the stigma that it has. And I think that they sort of got a bad rap amongst parents, mainly, mainly the ones that don't play it. The ones that do play it realize it's not as bad as the media portrays it. But I think Rockstar sort of got a bad rap because of their willingness to not shy away from the extreme and the absurd where other games do. What's the difference between Grand Theft Auto and a game like, let's just say, Call of Duty, where the literally the main objective is to murder people? Is it because they're not cursing when they do it? I mean, that's literally the only thing you do is shoot people to death. I played games like that when I was little. I, the first-person shooters aren't that fun to me. The reason that I like Grand Theft Auto is that there's other stuff to do. Drive cars, shop. You can get different haircuts, all that stuff. And granted, I, I mean, I'm not just going to sit here and say it's like the violent stuff isn't fun. It is, but it's only a part of it. Why do these other games get such a pass? You know, there's some sort of loophole because it's cart more cartoonish or because it has different themes or because they're not cursing. I mean, they're literally, there's a lot of other games. I mean, there's too many to name where they're bloody and gory, but there's no foul language. So it's okay. I don't understand that. Like I said, I think that Grand Theft Auto got the bad rap because they lean into it and because it's so popular. It's popular because it's fun, and it's fun because it has a lot of replay value. And it has a lot of replay value 
because you can do a lot more than just kill people. You can fly planes, you can drive boats, you can run businesses, you can run a nightclub. And on a side note, I, I think it's interesting too. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, this, this is great for the kids. They can learn how to run a business. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to go so far as to say it's healthy to play it because it teaches you how to run a business, but it is worth noting and mentioning that that is one of the aspects of the game. It, it teaches you about the cost of doing business and profit and stuff like that. There is some drug dealing in the game. Uh, they don't, I don't think a lot of the time that it's explicitly referred to as drug dealing. I think it is to be fair. It's alluded to a lot of the times once again, I mean, these Disney movies and Pixar, Pixar movies, they have a lot of hidden adult humor as well. So I don't know how this is any different. Now, regarding the strip club, I don't, once again, I, I don't really go, I don't go to strip clubs in real life. I don't enjoy them. I don't go to them in the game because there's nothing to do there. It's just like you go, you throw some money at a chick that's wearing like a bikini and that's about it. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any actually, I don't think there's any actual nudity. Um, I think you can get a lap dance, but you really just go to the back and she just dances for you privately. Once again, that's one of the many things that you can do in the game, but it's not a main focus of the game. You can also play tennis. You can also play golf. There's arcade games. You can skydive. The fun part about the game is the freedom. And I think that at least when I was younger, what really, really attracted me to the game was the fact that I didn't have all that much freedom when I was younger, as most kids don't. I had more freedom than most kids, but I still had that feeling of, oh, I, when I play this game, it's like, oh, I can drive cars. I can shoot guns. I can do all the stuff that I'm not allowed to do at my current age. But one day I'm going to grow up and I'm going to lead a respectable life because I know that this, the way that I act in the game and the things that I do in the game is not what you do in real life. That's why the game is fun. And I, I realize I'm going on a little bit and I, I apologize for that. I'm doing this off the top, but let me just say a couple more things and then we'll, we'll wrap this up. First thing is if you do notice that the kid is using vulgar language or acting out in a way that you think might be correlated with the game, take it away, punish them. That's what punishments are for, for people to learn. Now, if, you, if you're one of these people that likes to correlate video games with like school shootings or anything like that, <laughs> I, it's, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm just laughing because it's like, if your kid shoots up a school, that's kind of on you, bro. I don't know what to tell you. Your kid didn't shoot up a school because he was playing a video game. He, he's messed up. He has deep like, psychological issues, man. I don't know how you can, that, that seems like a cop-out when, from when I hear that from, the, from like the media and stuff. Oh, he was playing a lot of Call of Duty. That's why he decided to go shoot up in elementary. No, and then besides the fact that a lot of these kids are on, they're like severely medicated on like antidepressants or Ritalin or whatever they're putting the kids on these days. There's a bunch of different ones, and, but that's a whole nother discussion. It really just comes about down to bad parenting. In those cases, I, I'm not as much concerned about what video games they're playing, but more concerned about where are their parents at? What else is going on in their life? Are they playing the game for like 23 hours a day? If that's the case, and the kid's getting neglected, that you're just blaming it on the game. Adults shouldn't play that much. You could take a guy that played first-person shooters his whole life and commits a mass shooting whenever he's older. They don't ever blame video games. It's only for some reason when the kids are younger. And they're like, oh, yeah, it must be the video games. I, it's, 
I'm just saying that the answer shouldn't always be yes to them playing, but it should. It's probably yes more times than it should be no if you're doing all the right things as a parent. I feel like kids are more savvy than parents give them credit for, and more savvy now than ever. They're more, especially if you're giving them a phone, they're more than likely to find this explicit content that you're trying to hide from them, and they're probably more likely to seek it out the more you try to hide it from them. The world doesn't disappear when you close your eyes. It just passes you by. You know what I mean? So, like I said before, I would love to hear from the listeners, especially if you're a parent. Do you let your child play this game? How old is your child? Why did you come to this decision? And when do you think, if ever, that you're going to let them play? Like, what are the stipulations? What criteria do they need to meet? I'm genuinely interested in knowing. So, you can email me at thegtapodcast at gmail.com. That's thegtapodcast at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts, whether you have children or not. When do you think a child is old enough to enjoy the greatest game ever made? And to those of you that are old enough, keep grinding, motherfuckers.